A study gives new insights into how good bacteria work with our body to promote digestive health. Up next on The Scope. Examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs. The Science and Research Show is on The Scope. A study published in Cell Host and Microbe is causing us to rethink what the immune system can do and how it interacts with the good bacteria that live on our bodies. I'm talking with three authors on the study. Senior author June Round, Assistant Professor of Pharmacology at the University of Utah, and co-first authors Jason Kubinak and Sharice Peterson. Dr. Round, what's the take-home message from what you found in your study? So I think the most important thing and the most interesting thing about this particular study is that um, it really highlights that there is a conversation between our immune system and the microbes that live on our body. So it's becoming you know, more and more clear that these microbes are very important for our health, and there's a lot of factors that shape what types of microbes can live on our bodies. And this study really highlights that our immune system has an effect on those types of microbes and that the microbes can send signals that tell our immune system how to develop, but in turn, our immune system, as it's developing, can also shape the types of microbes and the types of things that those microbes express. Uh, Dr. Kubinak, how does that change our thinking from from how we considered our microbiome before? Well, I think... Prior to uh, within the last 10 years, I think there's been a, a pretty significant shift in the way we view our interaction with the microbial world from uh, initially primarily focused on antagonistic interactions where, you know, hosts and their immune systems were, were, were focused on eradicating and eliminating pathogens from uh, that make us sick. Whereas now I think there's a, a renewed interest in, 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 in the interaction between hosts and, and microbes and, and how it promotes uh, or facilitates host health. So I think our story sort of uh, gets at that by by demonstrating that uh, the crosstalk between host and, and microbe um, generally is, is, is a health-promoting uh, interaction. So your work in particular um, addresses how the body keeps this balance of species um, of good bacteria intact. And you're particularly looking at uh, one protein called MYD88, um, what did what did we know about this protein before your your research? Its original function was assigned to recognize pathogenic organisms and basically act as the the front line detection to tell our immune system like there is something going on here. There's a microbe here, so we better turn on our immune response and get rid of the the pathogens. Um, what we're really showing here is something very different: is that detecting the microbe doesn't necessarily get rid of it here. It's actually helping to shape the types of organisms that live in the gut. So, how did you um, come to that conclusion? We what we did was we created a mouse that specifically knocked out this protein uh, within a specific immune cell called a T cell, and then it gave us a unique opportunity to ask what happens when this protein is absent in this immune cell. And how does that affect the development of the microbiota as a whole in these animals? So when MYD88 was, was knocked out of the immune system, it, it basically led to a, an Im- imbalance of, of the communities, the, the different species of bacteria in the gut. And, and what does that do to the mouse itself? Uh, what this led to was that the animals themselves were more susceptible to uh, inflammatory bowel disease uh, or an experimental model of inflammatory bowel disease. So what does that look, I don't want to get too graphic, but what does that look like in a mouse? Um, It's uh, just inflammation within the guts of these animals. Uh, They lose weight. So they get a severe wasting disease, and they get diarrhea. 
I think for me, the most exciting uh, part of the experiments was when we realized that this sensitivity to inflammatory bowel disease uh, wasn't necessarily just caused by this defect that we had created in the host's immune system. One of the things that was driving this was actually this imbalance within the gut. And our ability to rescue that just by giving uh, these mice a healthy microbiota uh, and rescue their disease susceptibility was, to me, the, the most exciting finding. What do you mean? How did you fix the illness? So many people would refer to this as a fecal transplant. In the lab, we, talk, we call this a microbiota transplant. Okay. You basically get rid of all those bad bugs that have developed in that animal because of their genetic deficiency, and you p- replace them with you know, a healthy or a, a, a balanced microbiota. So it's really a microbiota transplant. And Obviously, this is something that is starting to be done in people with various um, infections within their guts. Well, right. And, it, you know, I, I have to say when I when I started talking about your work with um, other people in the office, they, everyone became really excited when I said that I was going to talk to you about fecal transplants, which sounds kind of strange. But I, it's it's kind of this new, exciting therapy that um, is, is starting to seems to have some pretty striking results um, in people as well. I'm glad to hear that people are excited about <laughs> fecal transplants as maybe perhaps disgusting as they sound. But to me, it makes sense. We have evolved for a very long time with these organisms. They promote our health. They're beneficial for us. So instead of using something that we chemically synthesize that's not natural, we're now using you know, the microbiota as kind of a natural therapy to restore the, the balance in our, in our bodies. So I think this is really a viable therapy in the future for multiple diseases, not just for inflammatory bowel disease. I think one of the interesting um, parts of this study is that it, it really suggests that there's kind of a coevolution between the microbiome and ourselves. Um, how do you think about that? Um, to me, it speaks to the the nature of uh, well natural selection to uh, have driven uh, the evolution of immune uh, system machinery to promote uh, benign symbiosis between us and our our microbes. So they're they're helping us, but we're also finding ways to help them. Yeah, I think so. I think our immune systems have developed ways to, yeah, definitely skew the community towards the presence of individuals that are, at the very least, not going to cause us uh, harm. Interesting, informative, and all in the name of better health. This is the Scope Health Sciences Radio.